It's another Blue Jackets game day. It's another Metropolitan Division matchup. And it's the Blue Jackets trying to avenge the loss that they took last week against the New York Islanders as uh, the Islanders are in town again tonight. We're going to talk about all of that, plus a call-up slash send-down of uh, Emil Bemstrom and Carson Meyer. That's all coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, game recaps, game previews, trials, excitements, uh, all of the above, and more about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So if you have not subscribed yet, then uh, feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins. Before we get started as well, I do want to just let everyone know that today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Because BetOnline is where the game starts. And where this podcast is going to start is uh, with a little bit of of, uh, roster news. The Blue Jackets called Carson Meyer up from the Cleveland Monsters and sent Emil Bemstrom down. And my immediate question was, why though? Um, And having slept on it and thought about it, my question remains, but why though? Um... And this is not anything bad about Carson Meyer. Um, Carson Meyer is having a phenomenal season so far for the Monsters. He's 18 points uh, in 15 games. I believe he's like 10th in the entire league in scoring or something like that. Um, I'm a big Carson Meyer fan. Um, I liked what he did with the Blue Jackets last season. uh, Played 13 games with them. uh, Only had three points, but that did include his first NHL goal. Um, I imagine he'll probably... Go into the lineup tonight, depending on, I don't know, who's healthy and who's not. Um, I imagine Brandon Gaunt will probably probably be back um, if Carson Meyer is not in the lineup. So we'll see uh, what happens there. But the thing that confuses me, I'm not against the Carson Meyer being called up. I'm confused that Emil Bemstrom has just been set down. Um, because I, frankly, thought he was doing a pretty good job this season. Um, the problem is, every Blue Jacket has been not very good. So, like, you look at, for example, his Corsi 4 percentage is 46.74, but so is, like, literally everyone else on the team. Um, his goal scoring is uh is up he's got two goals and two assists four points in seven games which is you know i i don't have any issues with that um he's not playing a ton of ice time he's shooting a little bit above his career average um but he's creating scoring chances um he's been on the ice for nine goals four and five against uh his expected goals four percent is uh 5.3 which is uh, pretty decent, I think, um, considering all of last season, which in which he only played 41 games, in fairness, um, he only managed 19.19. So, 
Emil Bemstrom is doing a lot of the right things and I think is... Honestly, I think Emil Bemstrom is probably playing a little high in the lineup for most of his call-up. Um, I, I like I liked him fine on that top line. I don't necessarily think that he should have been there like the entire time. Um, obviously, Gus Nyquist is there now, but it feels very much like Brad Larson doesn't really know what to do when he has a skilled player in his bottom six. And so he's just going to send him down, um, call Carson Meyer up, who not, this is not to say that Carson Meyer is not a talented player, but he plays a, a much better style suited to the, I assume he'll be on the, the third line um, because God forbid we break up that fourth line that does functionally nothing every game. Um and it just sucks for Bemstrom because I think he worked really hard to get called up, played really well when he was up here, and uh, now he's just kind of been sent sent back down for... Honestly, like, there's no real reason that I can see. Like, the Blue Jackets are not going to suddenly become a much better team with Carsten Meyer in the lineup than Emil Bemstrom. Um, is this about getting him more ice time? Because Brad refuses to play the kids? Who knows? Um, I don't have ice time stats in front of me but um just so so frustrating um to see him play well and then just be like well bye uh especially when you look at how the blue jackets have been playing and the things that emil bemstrom is good at are the things that the blue jackets need honestly um but it is what it is. Maybe Carson Meyer will surprise everyone. Um, really frustrated for, for Bemstrom more than anything, I think. Um, but moving on from that, uh, we have to talk about the New York Islanders because they're in town again tonight after being in town. Or I think the Blue Jackets went to them last week, actually. Um, so we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online. Uh, it's your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer, esports. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, and if you listen to Locks of Blue Jackets, I'm going to assume that you love a sports podcast. You can find those at Bet Online as well. They are the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. I know uh, America is playing in the World Cup today for soccer, and they're playing against England. So maybe, I don't know, you want to put some money on America winning that game. Maybe you want to put some money on England winning that game. Who's to say? But you can do all of that on the website betonline.net you can use your laptop or your mobile device to learn more betonline is where the game starts so let's talk about the islanders who are doing again pretty well they were doing pretty well uh the last time we checked in with gilman of locked on islanders uh they had a really a pretty decently hot start um they were the victors the last time these two teams played uh they won uh Forty-three in overtime, uh, and since then have racked up another three wins and two losses, and uh, they're looking to push to three. They've just beaten they beat Toronto, and then they beat Edmonton, two teams that are very above the Blue Jackets in the standings. Um, or not very, I guess. Edmonton's a five hundred team at the minute. That's weird, um, but. The Islanders are 
second in the Metro division, only behind the New Jersey Devils, uh, who just had their winning streak snapped by Toronto. And uh, New Islanders are 13 and eight uh, to, to start the season. Pretty good. I would be I would be happy if the Blue Jackets were 13 and eight right now. I'd be ecstatic if the Blue Jackets were 13 and eight right now. Um, players to watch, uh, Matt Barzal has finally remembered how to score goals. Uh, he's got seven points in his last five games, two goals, five assists. And uh, JG Peugeot continues to surprise everyone. Uh, he's got four goals in his last five games as well. Um, the people that New York needed to step up have started to step up. Um, the goaltending is good. Uh, Ilya Sorokin continues to impress. He's a 9.34 and a record of nine and five. Something of Armov is four and three with a nine fourteen. Like it's both pretty good. Um, I think Ilya Sorokin is going from strength to strength. Uh, I don't know what it is about goalies in the New York area with the initials I and S, but it uh, it seems to be going well for them. And I would expect that um, the Blue Jackets will face Sorokin tonight. The Islanders have another game tomorrow against Philadelphia, who are, you know, above the Blue Jackets in the standings. But I would be surprised. I would be surprised to see Valamov. Um, I would be super surprised, but I would expect to see Sorokin tonight. Um, in terms of the Blue Jackets, I would expect to see Corpusalo. Um, I don't think that they'll see um, Tarasov. Although the Blue Jackets also have a back-to-back, I believe. I might be making that up. Um, yes, they are in Nashville tomorrow night. So uh, Tarasov is going to be starting one of these games. Um, he might start tonight, I think. Uh, but I think probably the more likely game that he will start is the Preds. We're going to talk about the Preds game um, in tomorrow's episode. We're going to do some weekend episodes. But um, in terms of goaltending tonight, I yeah, I think looking at how everything shakes out, I think... Corpusalo tonight, um, he's lost his last two decisions, but has somehow managed to increase his save percentage. Yeah, he's sitting in a 901 right now, which, again, for Jonas Corpusalo to be sitting in a 901, like, I'll take it. Um, Tarasov is sitting at a 906. It, uh, the goaltending, I think, has started to turn around. It's just a shame that all of the defense has, has died, and I think that's, you know, why the team continues to struggle. Uh, it'll be interesting tonight to see if the Blue Jackets end up playing against a goalie that's been playing very well, or if they uh, manage to pull out a win against all odds. I'm not expecting the team to win tonight, I don't think, um, which is is weird because I've kind of... I spent a lot of this season being like, no, I think this is a winnable game. Like, uh, the team, is the team better than the Blue Jackets? Yes, but the Blue Jackets... And they've been doing this for a long time. You know, I've talked about this on the podcast before. They play to the level of their opponents. And sometimes that means a barn burner defense optional game against Montreal that ends 6-4. And sometimes that means like a 2-1 game against the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, which I don't think has happened this season. But, you know, let me have my hypothetical here. Um, For better or worse, the Blue Jackets play to the level of their opponents. So I'm expecting them to step up tonight. Um, I'm expecting... Big goalie performance, um, especially if it does end up being Tarasov. You know, it's going to be that Russian versus Russian matchup. Uh, he won the last one of those uh, against Sergei Bobrovsky on Sunday. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, 
in a minute, we are going to get into a little bit more of the team stats and see who's doing well, who's not doing so well. Uh, that's coming up in just a minute on Locked on Blue Jackets. Okay, let's talk power play because the Blue Jackets, um, the play-by-play the, the play play said something very funny in the game against Montreal, which is that the Blue Jackets power play has climbed out of the basement um, it's currently sitting at 13%, which, hey, double digits. We love that. It's also 31st in the league. Um, so I don't know necessarily that it's crawled out of the basement. It's just crawled above the Ducks, which, I mean, the Ducks are in the sub-sub-sub-basement right now. So that's not a super um, compelling proof that the power play is turning around. But they have scored some power play goals. Um, they scored one against the Islanders last time, I believe. Uh, let's see who scored in that game. Um, yeah, Coulson just scored a power play goal in that game. And uh, it all went swimmingly, except in overtime. It's fine. Um, so the, the Blue Jackets have a power play goal against the Islanders already this season. Can they pick up another one? Maybe. Um, it hasn't scored in a couple of games, I don't believe. Uh, the Blue Jackets... Did not score a power play goal against the Canadians, and uh, they did not score a power play goal against Florida. I don't think. Uh, oh no, they they scored. <laughs> I am lying through my teeth. Um, they scored two power play goals in Florida, so maybe that's all of their power play goals for the week. Who knows? Um, but it's they've they've done it before. They can do it again. I've seen them do it. Um, on the on the flip side, the penalty kill for the Islanders is sitting at third in the league at eighty four point one percent. So I'm not holding out a ton of hope for the Blue Jackets power play to suddenly be successful. Um, but I think what could be interesting is the flip side of that. Uh, the Islanders are sixteenth on the power play. Uh, the Blue Jackets are nineteenth on the kill. So that to me feels like it could be a more kind of up in the air. Can the Islanders break through? Power play, uh, their power play, uh, can they break through the, the penalty kill? Their power play is better than the Blue Jackets penalty kill, but it's a little bit closer than third penalty, third in the league penalty kill versus 31st in the league power play. So who's to say? Uh, face-off percentage uh, continues to improve for the Blue Jackets. They're sitting 13th in the league right now at 51.1%. Islanders just behind them at 16th in the league at 50.1%. Um, Blue Jackets, like I said, the Blue Jackets have been doing well with face-offs recently um and i don't know whether that's because certain players have not been in the lineup and therefore have been unable to bring down the face-off percentage i don't know if some guys are just figuring it out i i'm not sure what's going on but for for the most part the blue jackets have been pretty good on the face-offs and i would expect that to continue tonight um unfortunately i would also expect um to continue tonight the trend of being dead last in the league in goals against per game uh, the blue jackets are allowing four and a quarter goals per game and that's not great um they are scoring way less than that as well uh they are scoring 2.95 goals per game so they're basically losing every game for three essentially um when you kind of balance it out and that's again not super great um you always want your goals for to be more than your goals against and if that's the wrong way around then that's clearly a problem um, for example, the Islanders are scoring 3.29 goals per game and allowing 2.62. So again, essentially, uh, 
scoring about three quarters of a goal more per game. I know that you can't score three quarters of a goal, but just let me have my math here. Um, if the Blue Jackets need to, if the Blue Jackets want to do something about where they are in the standings, like that's what that's what they've got to do is they've got to either start allowing fewer goals or start scoring more. And honestly, looking at the Blue Jackets' defense right now. Um, and looking at the Blue Jackets offense, like I think their option might be that they just have to outscore their opponents. And this is something I talked about a little bit um, in, and again, the last episode with uh, I did with Gilman, actually. Uh, Blue Jackets have to do that Edmonton Oilers-style hockey of just outscore their opponent. You know, they have Johnny Cadreau. They don't have Patrick Lyon at the minute, but if he's back and he's healthy, like he could be a, a 40-goal scorer. The Blue Jackets have the tools to outscore their opponents um and it's unfortunate that they are not doing that at the minute um, i don't know what their on ice shooting percentage is at the minute but um they are currently shooting at nine percent which is i think ninth or tenth in the league um which is higher than i thought um unfortunately their save percentage is not that uh, they have the worst save percentage in the league, worst of the Sharks, worst of the Canadians. Um, so that's kind of that's where the Blue Jackets are right now. Um, extremely unlucky. I their PDO, by the way, is uh, 0.981. So I would expect the save percentage to come up a little bit. I'm, I would expect the shooting percentage to drop maybe a little bit, but not as much as I would expect the save percentage to rise. So maybe they can figure it out. Maybe they can uh, find a way to flip those stats. Maybe they can find a way to get the win tonight. Um, predictions. Honestly, I'm going to predict that the Islanders win. I think it's going to be a 4-3 victory for the Islanders. I don't think it's going to be an overtime this time. Um, but... In terms of opening the scoring, um, my money is going to be on Boone Jenner. Uh, he's pretty hot right now. He loves to score against Metropolitan Division teams. He's leading the team in scoring. Uh, so I think he's going to open the scoring for the Blue Jacket tonight. And uh, that's all I've got for today. Uh, tomorrow, we'll break down tonight's game. We'll check in with the Predators before tomorrow night's game. And uh, I've been Joe Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. And uh, until tomorrow. Oh, before 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 I uh, sign off, thank you for making this your first listen to the day every day. Super, super, super appreciate it. Um, I didn't mention it in yesterday's episode, but, you know, I'm not American, but I am thankful for all of you watchers, listeners, uh, subscribers, commenters, people who follow me on Twitter as I just talk about dumb stuff. Uh, I appreciate all of you, and I'm thankful for all of you on this post-Thanksgiving day. Um, So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for making it your first lesson of the day. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Uh, make your second listen of the day locked on sports today they've got the biggest stories they've got the biggest guests they've got the biggest takes Uh, you can find locked on sports today wherever you get locked on blue jackets uh, all podcast platforms and also over on youtube and uh, i believe on the odyssey app as well so uh, make sure you're checking out locked on sports today until tomorrow make sure you stay locked on